0: Hey there, welcome back to this week's episode of the SeaTown town Podcast, where Seattle business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders are invited on to share their stories with us. I'm your host, Christian Harris. This week's episode of the Seatown Podcast is brought to you by Seatown Real Estate. Their mission to make a difference extends beyond just their unique and unconventional approach with their clients and their agents. They partner with the community to give back a percentage of the proceeds from each home sale to a local nonprofit of their client's choice. Visit cTown.com sea-town.com and experience the difference with Seatown Real Estate today. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Seatown Podcast. Today I sit down with Ryan and Molly Schaub of Schaub Chiropractic. Thank you for uh, for joining us today on a Saturday morning. How are you guys doing?
1: Good. Thank Great. you for having us. Excellent.
0: Well, maybe tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Schaub Chiropractic. You know, you guys are, are relatively new. You know, how do you get started? Why do you decide to open your own, own practice? That sort of stuff.
2: You want me to kick it off? Go for it. Uh, we wanted Ryan a little closer to home. So okay. he was traveling to Kirkland every day for many, many years and was wasting a lot of time in the car so we live in west seattle our kids go to school in west seattle it's kind of our thing where this is where we're putting our roots down for the kids so why not have him share what he's able to share here as well mm-hmm. awesome
0: um are you guys lived here in west seattle for a while it sounds like
1: uh yeah 12 years we okay. started off in magnolia for a couple of years and then uh made the switch over to west seattle um, just a really great community feel yeah um, small-town community tons of kids and uh, at the time a little more affordable sure <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I,
0: I mean the you know, what initially got you into chiropractic in, in the first place
1: uh, many injuries um, fractures all over the place um, uh, wrists, um, ACL tear, MCL tear. Mm-hmm. Um, I always knew I wanted to do something with uh, human body and anatomy, but there wasn't really any outlet in my uh, small town in Minnesota to do that. Okay. Um, I just kind of explored and uh, got injured playing so many sports that it really got me interested in how the, the, how the body works. Um, and especially how it doesn't work when it starts breaking down. Sure. Um, I had a ton of help from my chiropractor. Um, there was only one at the time in my town, mm-hmm. Windom, Minnesota. Um, and uh, he helped me through so many different injuries, kept me playing sports, uh, which is really important because that was the only thing to do in Windom, Minnesota. at the okay, time. Okay, sure. <laughs> so it sounds like you're pretty inspired by your positive
0: experience with your chiropractor as you were going through, you know, sports injuries and, and whatnot.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Just like that, that popping sound, the immediate relief, especially being a a teenager. Um, Yeah. It just kept me going.
0: Sure. Now do you uh, specialize in any, you know, specific, you know, field of of chiropractic or?
1: Yes. Um, So I've got kind of a three pronged um, specialty. One is um, pregnancy um, and uh, uh, pregnant care. Full term pregnant, patients can lay face down on the two tables I have, wanted to make sure that was possible. Sure. Um, Most of the time they don't want to get back up again because it's been a number of months since they've been face down. Um, Kids, um, so sports injuries, repetitive injuries, uh, a lot of pitchers, backpack injuries, that kind of thing as the backpacks get heavier and heavier, Mm -hmm. Um, and then just family care. Um, So parents will bring their kids in, their whole family will get checked and adjusted that day as well.
0: Okay. Um, but now what would you say kind of sets you know how you do your practice apart from maybe other chiropractors in, in the, the area um, you know people I've met you know tend to be either you know all in or all against you know chiropractic uh, care you know usually based on their experience so.
1: absolutely um, so first off we have private treatment rooms so it's not an open area uh, people can talk about their problems and confidence that it's uh, uh, that it just stays in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, each day or each patient will get a different treatment it's not like a just a run-of-the-mill chiropractic office where you see people just every two to three minutes sure. um, I make sure to spend time with them get to know them um, and each visit is a different treatment depending on you know best treatment outcomes um, and all, all of the uh, the new studies coming out about which care is better for certain types of conditions sure um, now do you uh, not to get too deep in the weeds would you guys
0: take insurance
1: yeah, most insurance. Okay. Yep, including auto, workers' comp as well.
0: Okay, that's a a nice nice feature. I know some older insurance, so to speak, you know, still sees chiropractic as you know alternative medicine. which seems kind of silly to me, but whatever. <laughs> it uh, seems like it's pretty. Uh, it's proven itself to be very uh, very effective and scientifically based. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, now give us a little bit of your, your backstory, sounds like you grew up in in the Midwest.
1: Very rural Minnesota, okay. yep. Um, f- uh, family of four, so my brother and I, I was the oldest one. Um, we were competing at a very young age in every single sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents were really involved in the community, uh, my parents would uh, sponsor a, a little league baseball team like we did here in West Seattle, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and it was the community where everybody knew everybody. So mm-hmm. if you got into trouble, parents would be in the driveway, knowing um, before we got home. Sure. So, was
0: <laughs> sure. that where you guys met, you and Molly?
2: No, we actually met at Lacrosse, so Lacrosse, okay. Wisconsin. That's where we went to college. Um, I'm from the Green Bay area in Wisconsin, and um, we met our sophomore year of college.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, how long did you guys stay in that area? Or do you immediately move out here? or what, what kind of brought you up to Seattle?
2: Well, we, Ryan went to Minneapolis. He went to um, college for chiropractic in Minneapolis after lacrosse. And so I moved to Minneapolis as well. After Minneapolis, we lived near Milwaukee, Wisconsin okay. for a little bit and just kind of figured, you know what, if, if we're going to do something, now's the time. Okay. And headed out, thought we were going to be here for maybe six months. After a weekend, we're like, we're never
0: leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't. It kind of gets into people, it's a pretty unique, (laughs) unique area of the country.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, What would you consider, you know, your greatest strength to be as far as, you know, as it relates to starting your own business and that sort of thing?
2: You know, I think that starting a business together is when you get married, you're you're joining two different values and kind of merging it into what do you want for your values. Um, You know, we have two boys and when we had kids, it's like merging our parenting skills together. Mm -hmm and the business is similar. Like you're merging, what do we each have strengths in? What do we have weakness in? And how do we merge it together? I think the biggest thing for both of us is to recognize each other's strengths and weaknesses because you know, sometimes it's not easy to say, "Oh, I don't know that." Or, "Oh, I'm wrong on that." Sure. And I think when we can do that, we're just going to see ourselves moving forward. So, we each bring different things to the table. And one of Ryan's strengths is he can relate to people and he can talk to people. And when he was in Kirkland, I never got feedback on him because we never run into people, right, in the community. But I run into people everywhere here and it makes me fall in love with him all over again because they're like, you have no idea how much time he spent with me and how much he educated me and no one's ever told me this before. And that's really cool to see. He spends time with people and it's different with everyone Mm -hmm. that he works with.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to be able to get that feedback and, you know, not only having your practice, you know, right here in yeah. your community and get to know people. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you guys started the practice, was that kind of the plan uh, from the start? You know, you do the chiropractic and you do the, yeah, I assume you do like more business set of things.
1: Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Molly is um, a really good financial person, um, spreadsheet, yep. um, master networker, marketer as well. Really gotten to know that. And I am in the clinic doing the adjusting day-to-day sure. basis, billing, all that sort of stuff. Sure.
0: Yep. It's great to kind of have that built-in team. I mean, uh, yeah. I know it takes a, a unique relationship to be able to do that. Like, my oh. wife would never work with me. She'd <laughs> she kill me.
2: Well, uh, I always <laughs> say I would never work for him.
0: Sure. <laughs> but, as a, but as a partnership, it's, it's probably a little different. Dynamics. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's great that uh, that you can have that. I mean, I know a lot of yeah. small business owners, when they start off, they you know, they're the tactician, but they don't have someone to run the business and you know, marketing mm-hmm. and all that stuff that's important for growth and yep. organization here. Yeah. Um, now, uh, you know, can I talk a little bit about strengths? Uh, what would you say is one habit that, uh, that you both wish you had? Hmm.
1: I guess um, maybe saying no a little bit more often, which is really hard to do, especially with a new business, like, you know, getting phone calls quite often. Hey, can you come in on a Saturday? Can you come in on, you know, with these certain hours? And it's Mm kind of outside the normal uh, office hours. Um, But um, again, hard to say no to people in need, right? Yeah. Um, And living so close to the office, it's uh, super convenient um, versus driving an hour and a half to Kirkland. Sure. So I think clear boundaries is a is a good thing to have moving forward. Yeah,
0: no, that could be a, a, a tough thing, you know. If you if you don't know what to say no to, you have less less capacity to say yes to the right things. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Um, if money wasn't an issue, what would you do with your life? What would you be doing right now? I
1: don't know. Uh, I would say travel, um, taking the kids. Uh, going overseas, getting them to explore other cultures, and mm-hmm. really getting them to understand how fortunate we are um, in the U.S., and Seattle, and West Seattle in general, mm-hmm. uh, for all of the facilities and things we take for granted, you know, food, water, friends living right across the street, sure. um, all of that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. the magic of turning on a tap and getting drinkable water yeah. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, do you guys get opportunity to do much travel with the kids right now, or...?
1: Uh, with the new business, it's uh, tricky. We've been doing uh, like road trips. Um, we go to Rainier. we just got back from the Hood canal doing some crabbing. Yes, uh, nice. but it's mainly local things at this point, sure.
2: You but. know I also think that owning a business you can't just while it's up and running, there's no one else to run it. You know, so you have to plan in advance and and part of that planning in advance is making sure it's all good to go and you can leave. But it also takes away the fun of spontaneity, you know. So what we've kind of come up with is we're still going to do trips. We're still going to do it. We're just not going to take off a week at a time. So how can we maximize our time in like a long weekend? We took the kids to Disneyland and they had so much fun. I don't know who had more fun, Ryan or the kids. No, just kidding. (laughs) I think I did. (laughs) But we literally had so much fun. And so just because we own a business, we're not gonna stop doing stuff, we're gonna still do it. And I think the biggest lesson we've learned this year, just in general, is finding that good balance. Mm -hmm. And we're finally there.
0: Yeah. feels good. Well, And you've had your practice, what, two years now? No. No, it's one year in August. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome. You guys are getting so much traction this early on. So. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Now that could be. It, it's it's encouraging to see. You know, new business owners kind of see that like. The point of the business is to so you can live life. you not like postpone yeah. living life till you retire. You know. Like,
2: exactly. that to be
0: able to have that balance of of mixing it in in with running mm-hmm. the business. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. So envision this. It's Saturday night. You've got good friends in from out of town. Where do you take them? What do you do?
2: We just had some good friends from out of town. Okay. (laughs) You know, it depends on what the deal we have with childcare is. If we have kids with us, Mm -hmm. we will just, or if we don't, sometimes we love to walk from where we live and go somewhere and not drive. And we are, everything in West Seattle, there's so many places and so many opportunities and things we can do. So uh, we love going to dinner to Jack's. We love going to Maono. We Mm -hmm. love going to all, just really flooding the local area. Now, if we're gonna go off the island, we're gonna go to a concert. Okay. And we're going to go downtown, and we're going to find something that we love and music. And that's when the kids are staying home. <laughs> sure.
1: And if uh, uh, the visitors have not been to Seattle or West Seattle before, we'll make a stop at Alki, uh, Marination, Maikai too, for that killer view. Yeah. Great view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sure. awesome. What was the last concert you guys went to? Dr. Dog for my birthday back in June. Okay. Yeah.
2: G-Love before that. I love G-Love.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
0: Um, kind of getting in, back into the, the business stuff a little bit. Um, so if you had to do it
1: over again, what would you do differently? Uh, do this sooner. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's fr- it was frightening, right? We had oh, yeah. little kids, had a big mortgage payment, um, and it was just frightening to take what was known as stable income and go, all right, I might not have a paycheck for six plus months. How are we going to make this work? Right. Um, I've never done the billing before, so I had to learn that. Um, kind of off the cuff as well. Um, but yeah, knowing what we do now, I would say do it much later. sooner. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But what would you say is the most challenging aspect of uh, you know, when you first started? Uh, wearing all the hats. Um, mm-hmm. Really frightening checking and patient benefits. I'd never done that before. We mm-hmm. had a front desk person in Kirkland who did that. I'd never billed before. Sure. But getting that first check, I think it was from Kaiser. Um, I'm pretty sure I danced at the mailbox. Um, And hopefully they have that on camera because there's cameras on site. Yeah. Uh, But it's just it's a fun feeling. But that that's uh, that was definitely the scariest uh, part of it was the billing part. Sure, I can
0: imagine. Yeah, that's got to be kind of daunting. And
1: yeah, insurance is tricky. Yeah. (laughs) Not very transparent.
0: Right. All right. So this next section I like to call kind of the lightning round. Just quick questions, quick answers. Kind of Mm -hmm. kind of blow through it here. In the past, what was holding you back from becoming the entrepreneurs you guys are now?
1: Um. Just the the scariness part of it, the non income part of it. Sure. That that was the biggest hurdle. Yeah. And it took a number of, well, a decade to get over that, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It could take a while. Uh, What's the best advice you've ever received?
2: Get a business coach. Okay. It was amazing best experience ever. We've done it two years in a row now.
0: Okay, and Mm -hmm. how how did you find this business coach?
2: We knew her from a long time ago. She was our financial advisor, Mm -hmm. uh, Debbie Page, and she no longer is doing just financial advising. She is a business coach, and she just is amazing. She knows so many different resources. When we started the business, it was, how can you get up and running? Who are your business allies? Who's gonna be your, Accountant, your lawyer, mm-hmm. your insurance, commercial insurance person. So yeah. she really helped us kind of get a plan going. And the second year, it was, hey, we're going. Now, how are we going to keep it going? Right. And amazing. Yeah,
0: business coaches are in- invaluable. They know all this. Definitely. That you don't know. So <laughs> hopefully. Um, what What is a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: Um, I wake up at the same time almost every day, uh, 5.30, at least Monday through Friday. um, Get up, run the dog, uh, one to two miles, get the coffee going, get my news uh, in, and then I check out of the news because when I'm in the office, it's all about patient care. Sure.
2: You'll never see me awake at 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) 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 I more stay up late at night, and that's when I get my thinking done, but it's good because then we each have our own time that's just us. Sure. And that's where I can sit and think and say, okay, now what's next?
0: Sure. No, it's, it's good to have that. I, I keep trying to force myself to be a, a morning person. doesn't oh. it's, it's, it's It perfect. just doesn't work.
2: <laughs> I mean, my mom sent me to PM kindergarten back in the day because yeah. she knew I wouldn't wake up in time. <laughs> sure.
0: Um, do you have a specific technology or life hack that has changed your life?
1: Absolutely. Um, Evernote. Hmm. Everything I do gets saved in Evernote. I don't have to remember passwords to the 12... Well, probably 20 different insurance websites to check benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do our taxes that way. I scan documents in, everything is searchable. Um, without Evernote, I would just have a file cabinet the size of the office right. full of paper. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I really like Canva. I don't know if you heard of Canva, but it's fun. You can um, create all sorts of images and flyers, whether it's electronic or paper print, anything. And so, just it's nice when you're trying to do something on Facebook or Instagram. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Uh, If you're trying to do it on Facebook, you can easily upload an image, and so it's It's nice. Graphic
0: design for those who don't know how to use graphic design programs. Exactly, and that's me. (laughs) Me too. I've used it for many
1: things. Um, do you guys listen to podcasts? Uh, yes, I used to listen to a ton in the almost three hours back and forth to work every day. Um, now I get about 30 seconds, um, so I got to listen to them at night. Uh, but I really love Radiolab mm-hmm. for their storytelling, science, um, just amazing storytelling and stories. Um, but other than that, now I'm kind of dialed into uh, chiropractic, so evidence-based chiropractor, mm-hmm. um, everything that involves case studies, treatment, all these weird conditions that okay. uh, would need a referral. Um, used to listen to serial, mm-hmm. um, just for the, the wow factor, right? Sure. Those cool stories. But now it's just all chiropractic.
0: Sure, just kind of inside baseball chiropractic stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, do you listen to podcasts, Molly? Audiobooks. Nothing. <laughs> I haven't had time. Sure. <laughs> that is totally understandable. I used, I used to have a long commute as well, and now you know, I've got like two dozen podcasts I don't have a chance to listen to anymore. So. Yeah. So. Um, do you guys have a favorite movie?
2: Oh, we were talking about this the other night. It's not necessarily a favorite movie. I think before kids, I'd have all my favorite movies. I'd play in the background. I'd rewatch them all the time. Now we have no time for that. So it's like one and done. So I think my favorite movie at this point is just enjoying something new but showing our kids the old school movies that we grew up on sure. you know the sandlot things yep. like that and that has been so fun yeah. watching it through their eyes sure mm-hmm.
0: the princess bride <laughs>
1: before we play a movie from our era the first question my 7 year old asks is is it black and white I'm like, really <laughs>
0: asking your kids how old you're, you're like 70 right yeah, yeah no It's <laughs> pretty funny yeah we just watched the sandlot for the first time a couple months ago and i, I had never seen it somehow i missed it in my childhood oh man but uh, it was <laughs> it, it was good so they love it yeah. um if you could recommend just one book to our listeners what would it be
2: all right so this is my saving grace right now it's called profit first and it is a book that our business coach recommended that we get Going with back in January of this year. Um, Profit first is when you are financial planning and you are running a business and you have income coming in and you have outgoing expenses, how do you manage all of it? And so back in the day with the paper envelope system where you take 10% here, 20% here, it is that but all digital, all online banking. And the first time I did it, I remember going, oh, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous. And then I clicked the button and I did it and I was like, oh, wow, it's amazing. Okay. I, it's, it's, I get so excited about it. So the thing is, is they say that you're going to take a percentage for each of these accounts and just load them into the, the account, that mm-hmm. percentage of whatever comes in between a certain time frame in the month. You do it twice a month and I cannot tell you enough how, how much that has turned the business around. Mm-hmm.
1: And the cool part about it is just taking like one or two seconds every day in the morning to yep. look at where you're at because it has the tax account, paycheck account, operating expenses, all individual accounts. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you don't look at this big lump sum of money. You know exactly where you are and you're done. Oh, I like that.
2: You yeah. never have to worry about oh, how are we going to pay for taxes, right, right? right? As a business owner, it's amazing. Okay. To so talk to you about that. Off- yeah. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs>
0: Um, So as we're, you know, kind of wrapping up the the interview, do you you have any words of wisdom to share with our listeners?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at doing something and want to stay local instead of commuting, don't waste your time. Do it sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Get a business coach. Mm -hmm. um, Get dialed into the community you live in if that's what you're inclined to do and and, and go for it. The community will support you. We have so many amazing business owners here that are succeeding. Yeah.
2: I think my word of wisdom, my words of wisdom is get to know the other business owners. Um, more than likely, one of them has gone through something you might be going through at that moment. And who doesn't like that moment when you're like, oh, I'm not alone. Okay. You know, the people that I got to know in the beginning and got to meet just from this first year, Shandon at Allaire, mm-hmm. Um... Mary and Althea at West Hill Art Nest, Mari at Prost, yep. Emily, Megan at Fit for Mom, <laughs> yeah. um, oh gosh, Leah at Welcome Road, Emma, uh, Katie at Supply Chain, Bar
1: three.
2: Sarah at Bar3, and Kathy at HitLab. All these amazing local business owners. Mm-hmm. I cannot t- thank them all enough, and I don't think they even know how grateful I was for them.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Well, thank you very much for, for coming in. Uh, I appreciate it. What um, What's the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you if they want to find out more, if they need some adjustments?
1: Yeah, um, so online scheduling is available on the website, Um Facebook is a good uh, way to connect. Okay. Um, you can instant message me. I'll respond to that. Our events are on there. We've had a couple events. Uh, bar class has been in and ha- held a class in the office. Okay. Um, kind of the be- best two ways, website and Facebook, at Show okay. Chiropractic.
2: And our amazing phone number is 206 923 BACK, B A C K. It's 2225. Nice. <laughs> okay. That's, we, we, we got that one on purpose. M- Molly yeah, yeah.
1: talked CenturyLink into giving us that. <laughs> <nice> <laughs> they weren't going to, and I was like,
2: come oh, on. Randomly.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah vanity phone number, very nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like it. Well, thank you very much for taking time out of yeah. your uh, your Saturday, uh, especially without having the kids. I know it's a valuable time.
2: Right. Yeah. It's like a date. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: thanks, Ryan and Molly. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much. Kristen. Thank you. That wraps up this week's episode. Make sure to check out our guest website, pay them a visit, and help spread the word about what they are doing. If you have any questions, know someone who should be a guest on here, or has a great story worth sharing, email me at Christian at ctown.com. That's S-E-A-Town.com. I would also love it if you would go to iTunes and give us a review and a nice five-star rating. We work hard to bring on great guests and provide exceptional content, and getting a review from you is one way to help the podcast rank well on iTunes so others can find and enjoy the show. You can also find out more about me, how my real estate brokerage is breaking the mold and making a difference in our Seattle communities, and other projects I'm working on by visiting ctown.com, S-E-A-town.com. Thanks for listening. The music for our podcast is courtesy of the Fascination Movement. You can find their albums in the iTunes Store. You can also listen to more episodes and find all our show notes on our website at seatownpodcast.com. This has been a Seatown Media Production.